Good evening and welcome to today's episode of the UEFA Champions League. Wherever you are listening to this show from, whether you're on the African continent, in the Americas, Asia, Europe, Oceania, welcome to the most exciting sports show on the calling platform. And um, since this is our first show post Thanksgiving, it's just appropriate. I wish my American listeners a happy, happy Thanksgiving celebrations to you all. I am thankful for the gift of life and family, as well as opportunity to share my love and passion for sports with you all. A big thank you to the entire team at Colin, and a big thank you to my dearest partner, Araba, for all the love and support you've shown me throughout my entire career and on this new quest on the calling platform. Let me know what you're thankful of. What you, let me know what you're thankful for in the comment section of this podcast. For tonight's episode, we'll discuss the men's Ballon d'Or through the 2010s the last time we went through the year 2000s, the Ballon d'Or event, remember, it's on Monday, the 29th of November, 2021. We'll also be reviewing today's results across the top five leagues in Europe. So we'll look at England, Spain, Germany, and in France. So without much ado, we'll go straight to the first item on our program for today. So the last time we ended during the Ballon d'Or, analyzing the Ballon d'Or rankings, we ended in the year 2009. Today we'll take over from the year 2010. So for 2010, Lionel Messi was the winner of the Ballon d'Or. Second was Andres Iniesta, his teammate then at Barcelona. And current Barcelona coach, 
Xavi uh, Iniesta was third, then with Barcelona as well. And fourth was Wesley Schneider. That particular year, Wesley Schneider was, was touted to be the most likely candidate to win it because that year was one of the most phenomenal year in his career as a footballer. He won the treble with then Inter Milan, Jose Mourinho's Inter Milan in 2010 and played the World Cup finals with the Netherlands in 2010 and lost to Spain in that tournament. So many thoughts Wesley Schneider was going to win the Ballon d'Or for that year, 2010. But Lionel Messi stood tall for that particular year. Fifth for that year was Diego Fulan. Diego Fulan, then with Atletico Madrid, then with Atletico Madrid. Cristiano Ronaldo placed sixth for that year. He was then with Real Madrid. He was then with Real Madrid. So that is it for 2010. 2011, Lionel Messi again wins it. With Cristiano Ronaldo placing second, third, Xavi, Iniesta, uh, Xavi Hernandez, fourth, Andres Iniesta, fifth was former Manchester United striker and the three Lions striker, Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney. Sixth on that list was Luis Suarez. Luis Suarez, he was then with Liverpool. He was then with Liverpool. So that is it for 2011, 2012, Lionel Messi. Wins it again. Cristiano Ronaldo placing second. Andres Iniesta placing third. Xavi Hernandez placing fourth. Radimir Falcao, Falcao placing fifth. He was then with Atletico Madrid. Ike Casillas, remember we, we celebrated him on our last episode. He's one of the outstanding goalkeepers of our time. He placed sixth then at the time with Real Madrid. In the year 2013, 2013 Cristiano Ronaldo bounces back to win it for that year. And it was such an emotional roller coaster for Cristiano Ronaldo, having missed it uh, narrowly to, Christi- uh, to Lionel Messi in 2012-2011. And um, Cristiano Ronaldo wins it in 2013. And on this show, we talk about focus, consistency, and keeping your eyes on the goal. And um, on this particular note, credit to Cristiano Ronaldo for doing just that, to win the 2013 edition of the Ballon d'Or. Second was Lionel Messi. Third was Frank Ribéry, former French international, and then playing with Bayern Munich. And then fourth was Zlatan Ibrahimovic. He was then with PSG. Now Zlatan is, is back in the Italian Syria, playing with AC Milan. Fifth was Neymar Jr., then with Barcelona, then with Barcelona. For 2014, Cristiano and Ronaldo wins it again back-to-back. Second was Lionel Messi. Third was Manuel Neuer. We celebrated Manuel Neuer on our show last, on our last episode, the last time as well. A very outstanding goalkeeper. German international currently playing with Bayern Munich. Fourth was Ian Robin. Former Dutch international played with Bayern Munich. A Champions League winner also with Bayern Munich as well. Fifth, Thomas Muller. Currently still, still playing with Gem, uh, German side Bayern Munich. So that is it for 2014. 2014 Ballon d'Or. 2015 Ballon d'Or, Lionel Messi comes back to win it. Second was Cristiano Ronaldo. Third, Neymar. Fourth, Robert Lewandowski. Then with Bayern Munich. And fifth, Luis Suarez. Then with Barcelona. 2016. 2016. 
there was no Ballon d'Or. 2017, the Ballon d'Or returned with Cristiano Ronaldo winning it for that year with 946 points. Lionel Messi, 670 points. Neymar, 361 points. That's a huge difference between the winner, Cristiano Ronaldo, for 2017, Lionel Messi, second, Neymar, third, Buffon. Buffon. We also celebrated him as an outstanding goalkeeper on our last episode. He was fourth, then playing with Juventus. Fifth, Croatian international and Real Madrid midfielder, Luka Modric, was fifth for that particular year. And on this list, number seven on that list is Kylian Mbappe. We hope Kylian Mbappe would eventually, he's, he's working hard, he's doing very well at the age of 22, and we hope he will definitely win it in the near future. 2018, 2018, after an outstanding World Cup, Croatian international Luka Modric won the 2018 Ballon d'Or with 753 points. Cristiano Ronaldo placing second with 478 points. Antonio Griezmann, 414 points. Kylian Mbappe placed fourth with 347 points. Lionel Messi placed fifth with 280 points. Sixth on that list is Mohamed Salah with 188 points. So that is it for the 2018 Ballon d'Or rankings. 2019-2019, Lionel Messi comes back to win it for the sixth time, record sixth time. He's the only player in the history of Ballon d'Or and football to have won it six times. Second was Van Dijk, Dutch captain, Dutch international and Liverpool defender. Third, Cristiano Ronaldo. Fourth, Senegalese international Liverpool striker, Sergio Mane. Fifth, Mohamed Salah, the Egyptian king. Both king with Egypt and with Liverpool as well. Winning, well, he plays fifth. He plays fifth. And we hope Sergio Mane, Mohamed Salah would rise up and to win it at some point in the near future as well. So that is it for the Ballon d'Or rankings through to the 2010s, through to the year 2010. And talking about the last Ballon d'Or, because of the pandemic, there was no Ballon d'Or last year. Hopefully, it returns on Monday. On Monday. But the percentage totals for the 2019 Ballon d'Or between Van Dyke and Lionel Messi. Van Dyke had 24.1%, Lionel Messi 24.4%. That was very close. That was very close. That is the closest race this century so far in the Ballon d'Or. And credit to Van Dijk. Van Dijk had a very impressive year uh, with Liverpool, winning the English Premier League, winning the Champions League as well. So that is it for the Ballon d'Or. And um, looking at today's games across Europe, Barcelona gets their first away league win since May 2021. And um, today's win will do Xavi's image and the dressing room a lot of good, a lot of good. Barcelona needs that. They need to get their mojo back to be able to um, rise up to the occasion uh, to what we all know Barcelona to be. 
So more grace to the elbows of Barcelona. Unfortunately, another giant is not having a good time. And talking about giants, I'm referring to Italian, former Italian champions, Italian football giant Juventus. They lost in the Champions League to Chelsea 4-0. I doubt they are yet to recover from that. Today, they lost 1-0 to Atlanta. That's five losses already this season for Juventus and three draws. And they go eighth on the league table. Tomorrow, should Napoli win, Napoli will go 14 points ahead of them. 14 points ahead of them. And talking of that game, Atlanta winning in Turin today, they, they made history. It's the first time in 32 years. First time in 32 years. Atlanta winning in Turin for the first time in 32 years, which leaves Juventus on five defeats in the Serie A, in Italian Serie A, and seven points off the top four. Wow, 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 wow. That's a lot of misery. More misery for Juventus. But we hope they recover. They recover and come back and come back strong. And today, something impressive happened in the Italian Serie A that I want to shed more light on. The Serie A players had red marks on their cheeks this weekend. It was a campaign against domestic violence towards women and to raise awareness for anti-stalking online, anti-stalking online. And um, we hope this campaign yields the needed results. Say no to online bullying, say no to stalking, and say no to violence towards women. Let's protect our environment. Let's protect our communities. Let's make the world and our communities a safe haven for us all to enjoy. Kudos to the players. Kudos to the management, the league board of the Italian Syria for such a laudable, laudable, laudable campaign. Laudable campaign. And um, recapping today as well, Liverpool have been absolutely, absolutely ruthless this season. This season, they, remember they smashed Manchester United with one of their heaviest defeats this season. And uh, they beat Southampton 4-0, 4-0 earlier today. That's 39 goals in 13 games as Liverpool move into second within a point of Chelsea. Impressive, impressive. The ruthless Reds. Bayern Munich today beat Armenia Bellefield 1-0. And that takes the Atali to 102 goals. And Bayern doing so made history by becoming, they broke the record for most goals in a single calendar year in the Bundesliga. Impressive, impressive. Congratulations to Bayern. And Arsenal returned to winning ways by beating Newcastle 2-0. Arsenal moved level on points with West Ham, whilst Newcastle remained rooted at the bottom and winless after 13 league games. We hope Liverpool... We hope Newcastle, Newcastle will bounce back after that takeover from the Saudis, from the Saudis. So I will launch deep into the results in detail. So I'll take the English Premier League, Arsenal 2, Newcastle nil, Crystal Palace 1, Aston Villa 2. And kudos to Steve Gerrard. This is his second managerial win 
last week he beat Brighton and today he recorded a win away in Crystal Palace in London beating Crystal Palace 2-1 Liverpool beating Southampton 4-0 Norwich drew 0-0 with Wolves Brighton Leeds ended 0-0 in the French League 1 Lille draw 1-1 with Nance Nice lost 1-0 to Mets in the German Bundesliga Freiburg lost 2-1 to Bochum Cologne beat Bundus Munchengladbach 4-1. Greta fourth. Wow, that is a goal harvest. Nine goals were recorded in this game. Greta fourth lost 3-6 to Offenheim. Hertha Berlin drew 1-1 with Osberg. Wolfsburg lost 3-1 to Dortmund. And talking of that game, Helen that was supposed to keep him until 2022. He comes back after six weeks, comes on as a substitute and scores within seven minutes on the pitch. And let's take that moment. Haaland, Helen Haaland, struck his 50th goal in the German Bundesliga. Here for Wolfsburg. Back on to Reed Labaku. And what a start here for the home team. Val Verghorst inside two minutes. The first attack. Marco Royce. Royce taken down. That is a penalty. Clear as day. But it's clear there. He's got Royce on the back of the, the heel. Dortmund's face placed here in Emre Can from the penalty spot. And Emre Can delivers. And Dortmund a level on 35 minutes. Marco Royce. Daniel Marlon. A gorgeous hit, crisp and clean and true, and he's back, coming on here for match number 15 in the Bundesliga, and he's one and on to add to, he hopes, his 49 goals. Royce for Julian Brandt, Brandt in for Holland, like he's never been away. The man in front of goal, who is simply deadly. Yes, the man in front of goal who is simply deadly. I tell you, Helen Haaland is simply, 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 simply phenomenal, phenomenal. I love watching him play. I love seeing him play. He's such an amazing, amazing youngster. We wish him well. And um, I would, if we have time on the show, I would, I would, I would give you a journey into his 50th goal the journey from his first goal in the German Bundesliga all the way to his 50th goal. He scored 50 goals in 50 games. That is very impressive. That is very impressive. Not many, not many people are able to achieve such, such results at the, at the age that he found himself, considering that he was only playing and he only joined the German Bundesliga in the year 2019 and 2020 uh, league season. League season. I, I, I definitely love this, this chap. Impressive. So we continue with our results. In the Italian Serie A, Empoli beat Florentina by two goals to one. Sampdoria beat Elena's Verona by three goals to one. Juventus lost to Atlanta, as Elia reported. We hope Juventus will bounce back to winning ways. Inter beat Venezia 2-0, 2-0. In the Spanish La Liga, Celta Vigo beat Deportivo Alaves 2-1. 
Valencia, due 1-1 with Rayo Vaucano. Mallorca, due 0-0 with Getafe. Villarreal, last earlier reported, lost 3-1 to Barcelona in Villarreal. And that is Barcelona's first away win in the league since May. Javi, Xavi Hernandez has come back with a true Barca spirit, and we hope Barcelona will remain consistent with that and will continue to re- return to winning ways. And talking of winning ways, we hope they can get a result in their next Champions League game against Bayern Munich in Munich. That will be a very tall order given the form in which Bayern Munich find themselves. But we hope Barcelona will rise up to the occasion. Would rise up, would rise up to the occasion. So talking about Elin Alan, I want us to take a journey through his games. This is an outstanding chap um, that deserves all the recognition. And this show is about celebrating champions and recognizing leaders, 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 leaders. And we hope wherever you are listening to us, whether live or a recorded version of the podcast, you would also aspire to leadership in whatever you find yourself doing, whether you are in technology, you are in law, you are in sports, you are in the field of medicine, whatever you find yourself. And um, I think Helen Haaland is a good example. So I take his first game in the German Bundesliga 2019-2020 uh, season against Hulsberg, where he scored in that game. That was his first goal of the 50 on this on this, on, this, on this feed I'm about to play, I'll take you through the journey from the first goal to the 50th goal. Pigeons! Oh, long ball, and they're all sides. Flag is stay down. This is Hazard. Talking to Hazard. Looks up. There's Hart. It's a place for the Norwegian. Now, Haaland's long legs. He's on his own. He's on his own. He's on his own. That is Ellen Haaland's seventh goal in the German Bundesliga in the 2019-2020 league season. And that was against Union Berlin. Union Berlin. I will try to give you an explanation into each goal as, 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 we, as we celebrate him. And that's his 10th goal in the 2019-2020 league season. That was against Schalke. Schalke was then in the Italian, uh, German Bundesliga. They've been relegated now playing in the Bundesliga 2. 
And um, Helen has been very, 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 very phenomenal. And um, kudos to him. We wish him well. We don't have much time. And um, we'll have to look at other, other, other subjects. But he's been fantastic. He's been brilliant. And he's been a genius. We wish him well. We wish him well. And um, tomorrow's games, tomorrow's games in the various top five leagues. So the top, the top games to look out for, Saint-Étienne, play PSG away in Saint-Étienne. And uh, Manchester City will host West Ham tomorrow. Chelsea will play host to Manchester United. We hope Manchester United will bounce back to winning ways and at least get the results in that game. Real Madrid will be playing host to Sevilla in the Spanish La Liga. And talking of Manchester United, Manchester United, an update on the managerial situation with Manchester United. Thankfully, they've made headway and um, they've reached an agreement with German, the godfather of coaching in German football, Ralph Rednick as the next interim manager for Manchester United. And I'm going to give you a breakdown of what went into that agreement with Ralph Rednick. An agreement in place after new direct contacts between Manchester United and Locomotive Moscow's sporting director, Ralph Rednick, the German manager, is set to be appointed as Manchester United interim manager until June next season, 2022. The deal will most likely be signed later this weekend and Carrick will be on the bench for the Chelsea game. But Ralph Rednick will hopefully be on the bench for that next game against Arsenal. Against Arsenal. Ralph Rudnick has already reached an agreement to join as an interim manager only because he will stay in the club with a long-term vision and thanks to a consultancy role starting from June 2022 until 2024. Everything is set to be completed on Ralph Rudnick's side, being represented in the UK by his representative, Dr. Oliver, Scott Fisher, Mel Sting, and Mel Sting. And Mel Sting. So that is, that is an update on the exclusive right here on, on calling. And for my cherished listeners on the managerial situation with Manchester United. And we hope Manchester will bounce back to winning ways. But Ralph Rudnick... Uh, talking of Ralph Rudney, for many who, don't, who do not know him, like I said in my earlier precision, he's the godfather of German football. He discovered Chelsea's current coach of Chelsea, Thomas Tuchel, and um, he also discovered current Liverpool coach, Jürgen Klopp. Jürgen Klopp. And uh, that should tell you the sort of person he is. In, in, and, and in subsequent episodes, I will give you more details regarding his playing philosophy, some of the players he has identified whom today have become big-name players. And talking of big-name players, one of such players is Senegalese international Sergio Mane. Sergio Mane. He brought in Sergio Mane from France at the time when he was with Leipzig. 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 So that should tell you about, about his personality. When the deal is officially announced by Manchester United, in the coming days, I will give you full details on the journey of Ralph Rudnick and what makes him 
the godfather of German football. But this is just a little tidbit about the man Ralph Rudnick. About Ralph, about Ralph Rudnick. Let me know what you think about the show. Let me know your thoughts, your opinions, your suggestions in the comment sections of, 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 the, of the episode. But always, it's been a pleasure coming your way. It's always a joy coming your way with the latest updates, the latest updates, the latest updates in the, in the, world, in the world of sports. And as far as Europe's Elite League is concerned, the UEFA Champions League, on Monday is the Ballon d'Or. And many think 2021 is the year for FC Bayern Munich. And Bundesliga legend Robert Lewandowski to get his hands on the Ballon d'Or. And I want to give you a clip of Lewandowski's journey in the Bundesliga. Very outstanding striker who has done very well in the German Bundesliga. He's also had a very impressive year and made the best win on Monday. Yes, Lewandowski, number one goal machine, Robert Lewandowski. And um, I celebrate him, an outstanding player, and we hope the best wins on Monday, on Monday. And um, wrapping up on the show, I always love to celebrate my listeners. We are in the spirit of Thanksgiving. I've already expressed my gratitude to the entire team of Colin, but a special one to you, Charlie, for joining us on the show this evening. A happy Thanksgiving to you and to your entire family. And we hope you had a wonderful celebrations, wonderful celebration. And uh, tonight, it's been lovely. It's been fun coming your way with the UEFA Champions League. And it's adios, adios for now. And thank you for doing the listening. Until same time next week, wish you well. <laughs>